0: welcome to the underground the steel city underground the black and gold standard for pittsburgh steelers coverage now here's your host joe kuzma and brian e Roach. hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the steel city underground podcast my name is joe kuzma and uh joining me at the end of this week right before super bowl sunday here is a one mr brian e roach and brian i was talking to flash about this well first of all you were in a uh, non-disclosed location somewhere where there's a lot of country music (laughs) yeah apparently
1: i well i yeah maybe there is i don't know um i was uh you know i got i got enough hate mail about my mason rudolph comments that i decided i needed to uh extract myself and move to an undisclosed unknown uh location so that the mason lovers did not come after me
0: you're in you're you're in wit sec or whatever they call it when you're watching the um that's the whatever version csi pittsburgh yeah there you go <laughs> oh by the way folks the steel city underground podcast brought to you by manscaped precision engineered tools for your family jewels and uh some other stuff here i'll get into that uh Little bit later in the show you could see him a little close got a little bit closer of a cut brian i figured out i was telling you before i was like hey what's with this thing it's not cutting close enough and i figured out that the thing just wasn't uh the beard hedger that just released wasn't uh snapped in all the way must have been shifted in um
1: you know what that is called uh
0: idio idiot error
1: yeah user error yeah,
0: yeah idiot error like, can you still say idiot is idiot you know we um no we had to. I was
1: told that that is not an acceptable term to use <laughs> in in uh, in polite conversation. Now, I, not that you and I are ever having polite conversation, <laughs> but nonetheless,
0: I you know, this this harkens back to something we cut out of the last show, and we were talking about of my Polish heritage as to whether or not a certain word is derogatory or not, and turns out it looks like it could be. Flattering or unflattering, but I will not refer to it, but you could probably just guess by saying blank jokes when referring to my Polish heritage. And there's those usually uh, correspond with blonde jokes and some other varieties as well. But uh, we have uh, a few uh, maybe things and stuff to talk about. It's it's still a little light on the uh, entire uh, news front here. And whether or not we like this or not, football season is still technically not over there is one more game to be played this sunday philadelphia eagles kansas city chiefs and i just wanted to get some of your thoughts on this it was cool i was listening cam hayward was making the media rounds today i'm not sure if you caught any of that but he was on xm radio nfl network talking about hayward house playing with his younger brother uh that was a really cool story too with the xm one if you could catch it because solomon wilcott's Uh, His brother was in the league at the same time, but not on the same team and not as big of an age disparity. So that was kind of cool hearing them go back and forth on that. Some things he said about Kenny Pickett being the guy that was great, but he also brought up how he didn't have like really a favorite in this particular game because he still considers Javon Hargrave and Juju Smith Schuster who are playing for one of each of both sides here that are in the game. uh, He considered them still to be Steelers and friends and teammates. So, just some thoughts on that, man. Cause that's kind of where I'm at too. I like both of those guys and having met Javon Vaughn, Javon's like a real quiet kind of reserved guy too. Um, you know, Juju's fun. Actually, I should say I met both of them. I tend to, I actually forgot we had Juju on the show at one point too. Yeah. So, uh, I don't really, I don't have, um, I don't have a, uh, horse and race. So to speak on this one, I, I kind of always pull for the team the Eagles just won one, not too long ago, but it just kind of seems like, I think that they'll win. It's not necessarily I'm pulling for one or the other.
1: Yeah, I like I a friend, a friend of the show uh, from down under uh, Peter, who is a uh, one of our Aussie listeners, um, he asked me what I thought. And I look, I I would lean towards the Eagles winning this game. I think their defense is more solid, Um, you know, but you never know. Do I care? Look, I live 18 miles from Philadelphia. I don't know if I really want to spend the next seven months dealing with them. So do I have a slight leaning towards hoping Kansas City wins? Don't tell my brother I said that. Uh, But, yeah, I probably do. Do I think Kansas City is going to win? No, I don't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of in. I really don't know how uh, healthy Patrick Mahomes is going to be. For this game, either I think that makes a, a a huge, huge difference on on the this particular outcome, and I can feel you totally because I wasn't I'm not too far from Cincinnati myself now these days. Moved a few years ago. For folks don't know, so I'm on the other side of Ohio from where I used to be, and putting up with that the whole spring, summer, whatever. Even though they lost, they didn't even win the Super Bowl. And it's just annoying it was really annoying it's like i'm sure there's more eagles fans that have been eagles fans and they have better support in cincinnati like they, they didn't care about the team <laughs> until they started winning like this stadium down there now Paycor formerly paul brown you'd go for a steelers and bengals game and it wouldn't even be entirely full and most of what it was full with with fans were waving terrible towels so i tend to always make fun of uh that situation there and it's still annoying because they want a playoff game, and they want to be like, blah, 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 and it's like, yeah, I get it. Okay, you had Marvin Lewis for 20 years, and it went squad for 30, so uh, enjoy it while you can, guys. you got one more year of uh, opportunity here, although defensively, it's going to be interesting. I know they got a lot of cap carryover, just talking about something different here, a little side notes. They've got, they, they, they're kind of squirreling away. I think about $40 million for next year, but they're trying to stockpile because they know T Higgins is going to hit, Jesse Bates, they've already had problems with trying to get him on the field for this year and in a few others. Uh One of the linebackers, I want to say as well. So defensively, they may have some concerns there as well, but that's stuff we're going to talk about later. We got more important things here, Brian. Everybody, um, we had a little bit of this on the last show, but since you and I were talking quarterbacks primarily based off of the Bob Labriola deal, uh, the last time we got together last week, a lot of folks are up in arms about who the next backup quarterback is going to be for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And as to whether or not Mitch Trubisky should still be around, whether or not Mitch Trubisky got a fair shake, Mason Rudolph, you've got all of the above. And I know we've covered some of this, but I wanted to get a little more into the, in the details of the current crop from last year, who could be a future crop. Past backup quarterbacks. And does any of this really matter in the grand scheme of things?
1: Well, I uh, you know I'm going to answer that question first. Yeah, that, does it matter? Oh, only in the sense of you know how mediocre do you want to be if for whatever reason Kenny Pickett were not able to participate? Um, you know, you're you're almost certainly unless the defense is really dominant, unless the run game is really dominant your backup quarterback's not winning you a championship. So, you know, does it matter in the long run? Probably not, in my view. Um, you know, it just depends on how how much you care about whether they're competitive um, in that scenario. You know what I mean? I mean, the, let's be fair. You know, they're going to be competitive. Mike Tomlin is going to make sure they're competitive, regardless of who is that quarterback. That was proved out in the Duck Hodges' Mason Rudolph season um you know you don't want you certainly don't want to go into this season with another rookie as the backup or with you know a non-proven commodity so to speak um but does it matter is it Mitch is it Mason is it some other guy who's a vet that is out there in the world I don't know and you know I'll, I'll give you my take on this my two cents is Mason's not coming back anyway.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I don't. I believe he has absolutely zero interest in coming back.
0: Yeah, but we'll it takes, see. It takes two to tango. We were talking. Yeah. We were talking about this. Um, you know, with four guys other than Big Ben Roethlisberger and Terry Bradshaw, we were talking about just on the last show and kind of ranking those uh, particular quarterbacks over time, and it gives us an opportunity to. Put this guy on the screen. He who shall not be named. We could show him. We just can't name him, right? Uh, <laughs> but he's the, the he's the loser of the loser <laughs> of Super Bowl thirty. Uh, does it bug Does it bug you? They've reissued number fourteen. Uh, I think that's a cursed number. Although we'll see. Um, uh, no, Pickens that's George Pickens. I, yeah, I I think hopefully he's turning around. It, I didn't it's like his that at first.
1: Destiny. It is his <laughs> destiny to cleanse the nastiness from fourteen.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I don't think either of these guys is back. We looked at uh, Mitch Trubisky's statistics we've talked about this uh people are saying not a fair shake he had played he had over 50 starts he had over 50 (laughs) starts with the bears well we knew who he was over half of those games not even like over two touchdown passes and most of them were one or zero touchdown pass games I think 28 or 29 of those games were one or fewer and we knew that was going to carry over with the Steelers and it did and you know like we said we're never wrong so I'm trying to actually pull up um good old Mitchie's uh, stuff here. Cause he's almost like he's almost a top 10 paid guy here um, on the team. You got Watt, you got as far as cap hit, I think these are ordered by cap number, right? Uh, so some of that money is carried over from last year. You won't get to save all of it, but TJ Watt at the, is the king of the mountain here. Cam Hayward, Mika, Deontay, Chooks, uh, William Jackson III, who I don't expect to be around, Miles Jack, James Daniel, and then uh, Mitch Trubisky sitting here at $10.6 million and. As we take a look further down at this, and you get into the meat of the details of his contract, they could save eight million dollars if he's released. This is, uh, this isn't one of those post June one type deals where they're gonna have to wait on it. They'll only uh, have to pay out two point six million dollars, which is really chump change when you're talking about garden variety contracts and prorated money and things of that nature. So, but for ten point six million or the extra eight, I I don't see. I, I don't see it i don't care how much of a veteran he is and uh, this will be a caveat as we talk about past backups because when we were talking about he who shall not be named cordell stewart Bubby brister and mark malone they weren't really knocking anyone's socks off with their performances on the field and their lifetime statistics sub 60 percent completions and whatnot uh as it would be so
1: yeah i mean that's all true look is mitch trubisky worth the extra 8 million oh, I, Cause is he a security blanket? I mean, does do you deserve to think that he's a security blanket? For the folks who are like he didn't get a fair shake, he got plenty of a fair shake. All right. He got to play um, you know, with the first team. He got all the first team reps, and his production was not good. Um, it was inconsistent, it was hit or miss. You want to blame Matt Canada? Go ahead and blame Matt Canada because he does carry some of the blame. But as was proved out, once you had Kenny Pickett come in it wasn't just the play calling right there's also something to do with sparking the offense and doing the right things um, you know and and having having the mentality of of a winner and which we we questioned about Mitch you know after a couple games it's like he's just not taking chances he's not throwing guys open he's not it's almost like he's he's the rookie, and he's like, no, that's not open. Yes, that's open in the NFL. you got to go ahead and put the ball out there. Um, he looked like he was playing to not lose his job, which inevitably always makes you lose your job. Um, I, I Do I think there's a reason to keep Mitch Trubisky? No, I actually don't. $8 million in cap savings is a huge amount of money um, and can make a difference, and there's a lot of, you know, It'll be interesting to see, as we've as we've said over and over, with this new era, this new group of people in the front office, it's gonna be interesting to see what their mentality really is. Is it, let's get a bunch of cap space so we can do something splashy and flashy and free agency. Let's get some cap space just so we can do what we need to do. Are we gonna move around in the, what are we going we'll see, um, but on a pure value comparison, Is Mitch Trubisky the guy that you want backing up for $8 million? You know, you know, a salary of 10 plus, probably
0: not. That's, that's where I've been going all the way back to last year when they made this deal in March, I said, this isn't a contract where this guy's around next year, unless he knocks your socks off. And he did probably made the, a bad impression at that.
1: Let me check. Let me check. Hold on a second. Yeah, my socks are my socks are on. They're not off. My socks are clearly on.
0: Right. Man, I I grow I, I grew up listening to a lot of announcers, different sports, pro wrestling, lots of uh, cliches. And for those that are the old WWF old school types like myself, Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan and Jesse the Body Ventura and Vince McMahon and these guys. Oh, he hit him in the you know uh, solar plexus or something. I'm like, where do you come up with these words and terms? But Uh, This place is going bananas. Uh, I I love that type of stuff. You know, the crowd goes wild. The world goes crazy. I love those type of things. But no, he did not knock anyone's socks off. Uh, If anything, your shoes were still on, your boots were secure, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Mitch was uh exactly who we thought he was going to be and now here we are and there are still people that are running to his defense for one reason or another and making some claims and cases and I understand that art ruining is second he got asked about him and what's he supposed to say no he's a bum and when we're kicking him off the team that our first chance that we can uh, I could assure you that if they didn't want to keep Ben around, and they made Ben take a pay cut. There's no way Mitch Trubisky's sticking around for the extra money that could be spent on what was a Larry and Joby contract this past off season and late yep. off season, free agent edition, but $8 million get you Larry Ogun Joby $8 million for a guy to sit on the bench. I'm sorry. $8 million is putting you, know, we had, I had the full chart up. Let me bring it back up. I, I mentioned what these cap numbers and cap hits. And I, I understand that this is, isn't like the full contract um but even average per year i mean just look at it um mason cole 6.9 nice uh, Chris Boswell, 5.6. A- a killer Witherspoon and Levi Wallace are like $5.5 here. I don't really count the rookie contracts, but then you get down Montrevious Adams, about $3 million, uh in a few. like uh, That's still a rookie contract, Kevin Dotson. Even Gunner, for that uh, matter. I know Gunner doesn't really work uh, out. There's, there's
1: a question on that one, too. I don't think Gunner's back um, next year either.
0: Gunner is an interesting one to bring up. Somebody, uh, There's someone that mentions him quite frequently here uh, in the comments back and forth and I always forget to bring up his number but I'm going to bring it up here just to show you even though it's still chump change they saved $2 million he's not going to yeah. play he already lost it the reason he was here was special teams and to be yeah, the return and guy and that didn't work he out he lost so, that yeah, yeah. lost so he, that job effectively effectively he's gone and, and now, now the question is, is who who do you replace Mitch Trubisky with? Like Gunner is somebody that's Steve Sims is already like out there. I believe Steve Sims is a restricted free agent. Uh, I was kind of surprised to see that uh, when we were going through the list because uh, I thought he may have been already tenured, but I don't think he's a tenured NFL veteran uh, because he got cut early and then it was futures contracts and things of that nature. So, uh, but then it becomes who's the next guy. And you get like all of this uh, conjecture, right? Uh, they, they drafted uh, Chris Oladokun instead of Brock Purdy. And it's like, insert the, uh, the, oh, eye, no. thank you, the eye rolling. <laughs> I still don't think, well, Brock Purdy, entry or not, I still don't think he was going to amount to being this Tom Brady-esque. He, he had a run that's more like Nick Foles. And that's what people see is like, well, you need a backup yeah. quarterback. Can you get that with some other backup quarterback? And that's where the argument is, is, well, we saw enough of Mason, but Mitch didn't get a fair shake. And it's like, well, hold the phone. You know, I've mentioned this a million times. It's like 10 starts. Many of those of which Mason didn't even know he was going to be playing that day or that week, <laughs> you know, he had very few of those where he was entrenched as a starter, and most of those were in 2019, throwing to Tevin Jones, Deion Kane, handing off to Kareth White or the other Edmonds brother, or, um, who knows? Uh, whatever grocery bagger may have been out there. Playing with them it was a very much so a preseason type roster with no with no quarterbacks coach but he didn't get a shake at all really this this year I, there was a quarterback competition but i think they had their mindset on one of two things and it was both the guys they brought in rather than sticking with him and when you look at that and there's basically a vote of no confidence for you by the organization by the by the coaches the staff this that he was a team player and hung around. But if there's an opportunity to be somewhere else, that doesn't mean he's, he's going to have an out. opportunity to start, but he's going to have an opportunity. He could be like Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel has made a ridiculous amount of money as a backup in the NFL. Uh, and, you know, he could just go and bounce around uh, bounce around the league and maybe do that instead of coming back to Pittsburgh and knowing that's, that he's firmly number two.
1: Yeah, that's the bottom line here. It's like, look, and, and basically, let me just reiterate this again. For everybody who poo on me because they, think, they say I'm a Mason hater. Mason Rudolph, I just don't think he's a starting quarterback. You can disagree with that all you want, but I don't think he is. doesn't mean I hate him. I think he's a very capable backup. If he wanted to stay here, I'd be happy to have him stay here as a backup quarterback. But when you are told effectively by the front office, we have zero faith in you to take control of this team, we're going out and getting other guys, Even though they don't say that directly, that's the message that comes across. Look, if I'm Mason Rudolph, I don't want to be here either, right? I want to go someplace where I maybe have a chance to play. And whether you think he didn't get the opportunity or he was short-shifted or the fans over, you know, turned on him or whatever you think, it doesn't really matter what we all think. What matters is, does Mason have any interest in being back here? And it's absolutely reasonable to expect that he would not.
0: I, I if i'm in his shoes i feel the same way i would i take him yeah. back I, i'm sure you would take him back too if he would yeah absolutely want to be i here. just said yeah. that didn't i yeah I'd take i just him, said that would you take him over mitch i would yeah. and, and it's not just the dollar amount let's say they're both four million dollar five million dollar backups i'm taking mason over mitch it's i'd rather the devil i don't know in some cases people are still going to say that they know uh, but I think Mason has a semblance of running this offense a little bit better than maybe Mitch might. I, it just feels like the offense is uh, like a quicksand. Uh, I know some of it's Matt I Canada, but I don't know but... the
1: answer to that one. I, like, look, like, if they're both four million, I don't know what I do. Right? I'm, I'm just being honest. I don't know what I do at that point. I don't. If if this was the same offense that had been run the entirety of Mason's tenure. Then I would say Mason knows it better for sure. I'm not really sure it is, so I don't know I don't know I could go either I way know. but as it stands I don't think at, either at of eight them. million forget yeah. it I'd I'm, I'm, take Mason over Mitch in a heartbeat then
0: yeah and I, I don't think either of them will return and neither do I. yeah you know what i I had this uh I queued I this up look at this man Chase Daniel 43 million dollars over 43 million dollars lifetime career earnings since coming into the league 2009 and he's basically been you know he was a backup for many years with the saints he had stints with the chiefs and eagles back to the saints the bears the lions and then uh the chargers and that's just wild to me, man. And look at it. A lot of times his average per year, he got paid $12 million with the Eagles. That's just crazy to me. But over the last the course of the last few years, he's been how about many a games $5 has million he played? Guys. Um, You know what? Like That's how many games different... has he literally started?
1: I'm, I'm interested to see uh, like how much money did he make per game that he actually started?
0: That he actually started? Well, uh, pulling, yeah. up, pulling up some of the um, statistics, we got our stuff from Pro Football Reference. Uh, five in his entire career, five, five. that's almost
1: $10 million. It's, <laughs> it's not, it's nine, almost $9 million is start that's unbelievable isn't it now he's
0: appeared Shit, I'll in
1: take I'll, whoop, what did i do beat me out uh,
0: <laughs> that's okay that's flash nice st- work if you
1: can get it my friends and flash <laughs> has
0: sent this show down the, down the road uh, i don't know if you caught the last uh, last show but he's told he said that you thought that photoshop is a place that you go to get your film developed <laughs> like pet smart <laughs>
1: dude i've been using photoshop longer than that man's been alive <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, um, uh, <laughs> Dan- no, Chase Daniel though, uh, he's appeared in 74 games. He's only had 273 attempts in his pro career. That's mind blowing to me. That's absolutely mind blowing.
1: That's like, like $200,000 in attempt.
0: <laughs> 13 years in the NFL. That's crazy. 13 years. And I mean, and, and he's not, I'm, I'm picking on him, but, uh, good for him like you know oh, absolutely like, like i said
1: nice work if you can get it
0: yeah nice work if you can carry the clipboard or whatever and you know <laughs> i um i was thinking about this too was uh maybe like i need to see like what colt mccoy or somebody else did it wasn't necessarily where I, the direction i was headed with this particular uh program today but um we do need to discuss uh, the backup quarterbacks but before we do i wanted to once again mention that the steel city underground podcast is brought to you by manscaped and you where's can the, head where's over. the gift oh, oh there it is yeah there we go right. i'm so happy now this is the only screen that i have it set up for i think so <laughs> otherwise it like actually will float over one of our heads so <laughs> oh, you should show that that would be fun
1: put that it would over be, somebody's head come that, on
0: <laughs> that would be that would be pretty interesting but head over to manscaped.com uh, and today and you can get 20% off and free shipping with promo code steel city 20 and it's uh it's not too late it's getting close we're up against it but valentine's day right around the corner there you see their traditional uh, performance package with you know the the grooming tools the nose hair trimmer that's the weed whacker but brian and i know you know this uh, i know you've got it handy and it's the whole you can barely see i even have a beard but in this nice little nifty case i have the what do we call in this one i know it's the beard trimmer beard hedger but i have to get the official name of this it says beard hedger i think that was it i thought it was called like lawnmower or something of that nature. But uh I my apologies to Manscaped if I butcher this entirely. <laughs> but it's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard. Say goodbye to all your stubble trouble with Manscaped's Pro Beard Kit. So you get this out and this this sucker. This is another one of those rechargeable deals. Uh this is awesome. It's got you don't have to fool around with different heads and stuff it comes off and all all the pieces come apart here and you just uh I don't want to click it too short because I didn't have this pushed in all the way so there's a there's a pro tip for everyone in case you do this you're gonna get a little too close here on the chin and uh you've got you've got yours with you <laughs> he's traveling with it and yeah turn it off where would This is like, this is truly Uh, Hollywood movie magic there. Yeah, you didn't want to actually trim it, trim it. Get little hairs and everything everywhere there. But now Manscaped sells beard products. That's right. They're once again revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to Manscaped.com using the promo code STEELCITY. 20 for 20% off what? and free what? shipping.
1: Is it going to do color? <laughs> like, I guess the I we're wait, a little old for that part wait of it a right now. It's like the drapes look, the whole terminology of drapes matching your carpet is when people are like, is the, is the hair color the same as the other color? It isn't like, I, no, I'm sorry. I love manscape. I love you guys, but that's no, that's no good.
0: You know, I I was just talking about, like, uh, there's an actual term for this. This is um, the rotary wheel, they call this. You could zoom in on it. I could zoom in a little bit, but it's got all the different lengths and stuff there. Uh, So uh, this is the juggernaut of fixing faces, Brian. First off, this cordless trimmer, the rotary wheel, gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard, no more messy drawers, uh, full of extra add-ons. So face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths. With just one guard that's always been my problem with these things and i was i was sort of complaining to you off air the one day i was like wait a minute it didn't get close enough and it was like yesterday i did this once with my eyebrows not with this gizmo but many years ago i i accidentally whacked i had the thing that i was using at that time a little too close and once you get it a little naked right there you can't go back so right now i i just got the stubble going it's got to grow back in it'll be back in by next week by the time i do the next show i guarantee you because. Uh, although I'm not quite flash when it comes to looking like a, a woolly mammoth or whatever with his jeans. Um, you know, it, it grows quickly. It grows quickly when you're trimming this stuff. So it's it's definitely, I'm very impressed with it now that I actually learned how to use it. And that was part of my problem of showing it on the show. I'm like, I got to use this thing. I don't like to just pimp out stuff that I don't use or don't have any kind of, um, you know, experience with. So moving forward from that... <laughs> Mitch Mason, or whoever it has to be. Why does it always have to be some all-pro quarterback that needs to be a bas- uh, a um, a backup quarterback? The past guys that the Pittsburgh Steelers have had are just... I, I, th- I almost said ass, but they are, for the most part. That's the reason why they're backup quarterbacks. We talk about this quite frequently when we talk about whatever going on in the NFL and somebody goes in and it's gloom and doom and can somebody carry the team to a victory? Well... I know I said a lot of bad things about Mitch and you say some bad things about Mason. We have our criticisms of them, but what do you expect? You're not going to get much of anything different than what we were talking about. Maybe a touchdown here or there. Lucky if you get 60% of passes completed, these guys don't normally play. Chase Daniels doesn't even have 300 career attempts in and uh, 13 years in the NFL. And he's one of the probably the highest paid core uh, backup quarterback that's lived you have know, Josh Johnson who's been around all over the place and he can't retain a job, rod Taylor's floating around somewhere. That's actually a name that's kind of interesting. I don't know if he's part of the free agency mix and I'm going to I'm going to bring up a list of backup quarterbacks, um particularly the be- the past backup quarterbacks for the uh Pittsburgh Steelers and let's see. Let's just uh you know what Brian, just name someone. Should we name Charlie Let's go with Charlie Batch. Charlie Batch is considered, what, the best backup quarterback? Greatest quarterback,
1: quarterback backup Back, quarterback in the history of the
0: team. Yes, that's what people say, right? And Beat the Ravens, could, uh, that's
1: why. Beat the Ravens, he's the greatest ever.
0: You know, and I could pull that game up and tell you exactly how that I, kind of played out. I know, don't do it. Sean Sweesham's foot. Yeah, I know. Sean Sweesham. But he got you in position. I think he ran for a touchdown, maybe. Or maybe he had a short pass in that same game. They scored like 13 points, I think. If memory serves me correctly, but four year starter in Detroit, uh, you know, he, he was 19 and 27 as a starter with about, uh, 1300 or so attempts, 56% completed, not quite 10,000 yards, 49 touchdowns to 40 interceptions. That's the type of guy that you end up with, uh, that comes over to Pittsburgh and when he's called upon, he has a six and three record, uh with the pittsburgh steelers um 59.4 completed for 2069 yards that works 12 touchdowns 12 touchdowns to 12 interceptions though so you consider nine starts and 33 appearances 278 attempts which is about as much as chase daniel and charlie probably didn't make nearly as much money Uh, different time a different era so uh, that's what you're looking at here. I'm going to pull up Byron Leftwich here in a second, but uh, you know I- I'm not just poo-pooing all over Charlie, am I? Am am I right? Is that you know kind of um, didn't succeed as a starter elsewhere, mm-hmm. high expectations, and toils around as a backup and does just enough that you win some games, maybe not all of them, but some of them, and a lot of that had to deal with phenomenal kick-ass defense which I think the Steelers have, or could potentially have here heading into 2023 to help support whoever that might be besides, if it should be anybody besides uh, Kenneth Shane Pickett.
1: Yeah, look, you know, a backup quarterback wins, not because they are starter capable. The backup quarterback wins because the team is able to lift itself up to make up for the deficiency that the backup is going to inherently give you right? Um, That the coaching staff is able to find ways to call games to the strengths of this guy or, and, you know, and cover up his weaknesses. Um, It, it's not, none of the backups that the Steelers have had are like, oh, these guys could have walked off and been starters elsewhere. Um, They, they're, that's the reason that you're a backup. Right? Yes, maybe you're serviceable enough, and that is really what you want. You want what you hope. Look, if you were to lose your starting quarterback for a season, forget it. You're not. Your your hopes are dashed. Your dreams are crushed. You're done. Okay. <laughs> that's that's generally supposed to be the case. That's generic yes. thinking. Yes, you can one-off instances where that wasn't true in different times at different places, but for the most part, that's the case. Okay. But what you really hope is if I get uh, my quarterback gets a high ankle sprain or tweaks something and needs to sit out, gets the flu and can't play, whatever it may be, that you got a guy who maybe at least has a chance to carry you through a game or two, right? And that's that's what you are hoping for. It's not a Hall of Fame guy, right? It's not a Pro Bowl level guy. That's what you hope to get, right? And yeah, please don't throw the Tyler Huntley all All Pro bull because he didn't deserve to be an All. Or what you say he wasn't well a oh. Pro Bowler. He was not. Wait, I was good enough for that. I was
0: ripping on. I was ripping on that um, on the last show actually. His numbers. Uh, you you want to talk about somebody who's non deserving of that? Uh, you take a look at Tyler Huntley. Let's see uh, this past year alone. 67% completed. That actually surprises me. Two touchdowns and three interceptions, Brian, on 112 attempts, and that gets you in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hey, um Byron Leftwich. Yeah. Not to be an offensive coordinator, but as a backup quarterback with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he only had um the one start in Pittsburgh ever, believe it or not. And he had some different games. This was the game against Baltimore. This was a primetime game. I think i don't remember sunday night football i think i mean holy cow man 50 percent completed 46.1 he couldn't find what mike wallace he couldn't find anybody deep i guess he hurt his ribs there was uh he, he took a couple of sacks they relied on him throwing throw the ball 39 times this was a 13 to 10 loss against the ravens and that's kind of what you you know that's what kind of what you were looking at Let's put that back too. up for a second
1: you know what stands out yeah, to sure me thing. on that on that uh little chart there is that yeah. he was thirty-two point three oh nine years of age?
0: <laughs> I don't know how they, they they calculate it by the actual birthday; they'll tell <laughs> you down to the day how how old or whatever you know, that they are.
1: Quarterbacks really drop off the cliff at thirty-two point three seven five years of age. So I'm just letting you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> that that it would counts. be you know that that would be kind of the truth. Um, statistics sometimes
1: are dumb. Just say it was thirty-two.
0: Yeah, statistic. We know what statistic I'm not trying to be completely a stats whore here because we know, like we said, uh, Charlie. And going back to Charlie, I got Charlie back up here too. It was like a tale of two games. You had that Cleveland game where I think they turned the ball over a total of, well, it wasn't just all Charlie. Uh, he had three picks, but they had seven turnovers against the Browns against Cl- at Cleveland on November 25th, 2012. Yeah. No, no. Nobody wanted to win that game. The Browns turned it over five times in that very same game. It was like 12 turnovers. That was so ugly. Uh, It was Chris Rainey fumbling. I'll never forget that because I was actually there. And then uh, I had the flu or whatnot, and I'm watching this game. This might have been another night game, the one off Sweesham's foot but he completed almost uh, 69.4% of his passes nice. he had a touchdown he had a pick uh he only took the two sacks i mean against the ravens that's uh, that's pretty good stuff hey i was close i was close in the ballpark of thinking 3 and 0 but it was uh 23 to 20 actually and the way this ended up playing out let me see uh we had uh uh no I do not want us to subscribe to your newsletter get out of the way uh let's see Swojem field goal forty six yarder Tucker forty five yarder Tucker a short one Anquan Bolden it was thirteen to three and then thirteen to six another Swojem field goal at halftime Jonathan Dwyer got a run thirteen all Ray Rice remember that name thirty four yard run twenty to thirteen Heath Miller seven yard pass from Charlie Batch I wonder what kind of drive That's that actually, was that was a fourth quarter I mean, drive yeah it's a and sort finish of a it.
1: group of running backs of infamy there, Jonathan Dwyer and Ray Rice. I mean, oh, both of really them want have their legal issues. And, uh,
0: yeah yeah and this is this is pre um this is pre Le'Veon bell getting drafted 2013 and this yes. is why yeah jonathan dwyer with 16 carries for 49 yards ike redmond nine for 43. Yep. uh he couldn't really use those guys in the past game and then uh will johnson two catches for tw- for nine yards he didn't get a carry uh but look at that man emmanuel sanders mike wallace antonio brown heath miller Really good support around the backup quarterback, right? And, uh, Joe Flacco ended up throwing a pick in this game. He had, he took a few sacks. Um, let me see you had a handful of sacks uh by james harrison you had uh, larry foot uh ziggy hood probably one of the few times we could say that he sacked quarterback also in this game so it's not just a, i'm not trying to just dump on charlie there was really some nice late game heroics and as part of this and you come down to that final drive uh, it was only four plays and two minutes for 27 yards of uh, following uh um uh, a punt and it didn't look all that great because charlie threw that interception ju- to drive right before the final two s- scores the touchdown and then 12 plays 61 yards uh as part of that final deal and he got it done and you got to have a little bit of that lightning in a bottle but consistency wise overall it's kind of like the same thing with mitch trubisky so can mitch get you by probably can mason get you by probably can someone else get you by Probably. more than likely yeah, yeah more than likely.
1: You know, and again, I'm not poo-pooing Charlie Batch. I think he did a fine job as a backup quarterback. He was a solid backup quarterback for us. It's what we want, I'm even poo-pooing Mason Rudolph as a backup quarterback. I think as a backup quarterback, he does a fine job. Um, you know, so I, I, you know, that's all you really want to anticipate and expect. So when they signed Joe Flacco to be their backup
0: quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's Don't say that's. out. I think he's going to end up retiring. I hope first. he ends up retiring because Jesus. that
1: sucker couldn't beat the damn dolphins and put us in the playoffs. But um, look, you know, there'll be, there'll be names out there. There'll be mm-hmm. competent, solid guys yeah. who can be the guy that can carry you through a game or two. There's not going to be a guy that if Kenny Pickett goes down, is going to carry us to the promised land.
0: Unless people think you're going to draft a guy like that in the fourth or fifth round and develop them. And uh, I got a, I got a comment for that. And that comment is, let's take a look at some other statistics first. Remember uh, Michael Vick. Yep. I probably don't want to his years in Pittsburgh. He was 35 years old. He got uh, three starts in entering his time in Pittsburgh, I guess, to statistically two and one as a quarterback, 66 attempts, 60.6% completed. That actually surprises me. 371 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, but also he got hurt and was never seen from again. And we know that he has struggled to try and find Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant on the field. Yep. And a lot of the criticism towards a guy that you draft late, like a third rounder, like Landry Jones was, oh, well, Martavis Bryant just takes the ball, pitch and catch type situation. And the alien takes it to the house. And, well, that's good. That's good supporting cast. So when we bring up Landry Jones and uh, not to mean to just completely be a whore for the statistics here but 63.9 percent completed three and two as a quarterback i know one of those was ben coming in he only played (laughs) brian he played like three three downs against the browns three downs got hurt hurt his pinky nail and ben came in and and set all the backup quarterback records for the team against the browns but uh but Landry, uh, eight touchdowns to seven interceptions, 1,310 yards, 169. There's that number, man. That number has just played a lot tonight, six and nines. Put it in your lineup. It's everywhere. But, again, uh, you got to hope. Landry wasn't always – that like decent, you know what I mean? Look at his uh, 2015 year. And that's really when the only time they, the only time they allowed him to play is because they were forced to 58.2 completed. He got that one game against the new England Patriots the year 2016. He had 558 yards passing that year. He played two games, one and one. He had one, I think that was the year. Maybe he had the one bad game against Kansas city. Maybe that was back in 2015, actually. Uh, But four to two, TDs, uh, touchdowns, interceptions. And then he had the one, he had a lot of the games where he played at the very end of the year and he got some mop up duty as starters, got some rest. So it's a little, not necessarily padded, uh, because the Browns threw everybody out there at them that one year, I think it was like RG three or something. And, yeah. um, without 2017, would that have been juju juju scoring? Uh, maybe, or Kobe Hamilton, maybe even on the one. Yeah, there I was a remember. walk-off game where they won an overtime. 2017 seems Jones.
1: too early for Juju.
0: Yeah, that probably was 2016, was Kobe Hamilton. 2017, no, Juju was drafted in 2017. He was the second-round pick behind TJ Watt, and then it was James Conner and uh, Cameron Sutton uh, that season. So that was actually when they say, pe- when people say, hey, that's not, dealers can't draft or whatever. But Landry Jones also. Was drafted. What year was he? Uh, did he come out of um 2013? So he had three years. This is like his fourth year or whatever, almost in the NFL before he actually saw. He had two, three years of experience at least, sitting and watching what to do before he was. He wasn't even really called upon. Bruce Gradkowski yep. got hurt. So anyway, uh, just to kind of move this along, you could draft a guy, but you probably if you're drafting a guy, I think he's going to be QB three. On this particular uh, depth chart, which kind of gets us into now uh, talking about who are some free agent quarterbacks Who are some guys that might actually show up and be available if they aren't brought back by their current teams. This always gets to be Lamar. Quite the <laughs> he's going to be the backup for Kenny Pickett. Bring in Lamar to
1: back L- up Kenny Pickett. Come on.
0: yeah that would be that would be quite hilarious to be completely honest please Um, let's not
1: start that conversation
0: yeah so we kind of look at you know who's at the top of this list that's going to be a free agent well he's not really he just retired already tom brady bring him in i hear that guy's pretty good or might, might be good in a pinch um, but some names that might be available, Baker Mayfield, oh. he's probably still trying to look for a starting job. Maybe he liked it with the Rams and at least gives it another go. Cause you don't know what's going to happen with Matt Stafford, Sam Darnold. I don't know that he's going to be back in Carolina. Carolina is probably wiping the slate clean again. Jimmy Garoppolo probably looking to be QB one somewhere. Yep. So that's not the kind of names I think that you're looking for. Darnold and has some go,
1: prospects here. Look, I mean, oh well, yeah. When you talk about, uh, you know, go from Bridgewater up, right. Uh, in that list and yeah yeah you know it's you're right garoppolo is going to want to be qb1 uh baker is hoping to be a qb1 but uh sam darnold maybe isn't thinking that way anymore i mean at this point he might just be happy to get a job
0: (laughs) Yeah, that, you know, that's in all seriousness, you know, it kind of reminds me of like a Josh McCown, but I think he'll fetch at least a higher dollar amount. He well, kinda he's,
1: be he's the he's got starter, you know, starter starts. So that, yeah, it's, he's not going to come in at a, at a $2 million, $3 million tag. No, that minimum six, tag, seven, tag. maybe six even and seven, even which eight. is probably more than I want to pay.
0: I think it's going to be a situation like Marcus Mariota getting signed in Atlanta. And then they drafted Desmond Ritter. Yep. I think it will look something very similar to that where it won't be a very big paycheck. So I don't know that necessarily he'd be available. People have always talked about uh Teddy Bridgewater and I just don't, I don't know that I see that. I don't see him in the same, uh, light. You Daniel Jones, I, for all intents and purposes, he gets tagged or he's not going to, he's not going to be, he's available. not going to be available. Mason Rudolph set this on this list. What's this listed by current APY average per year? Yeah, it is. So Mason was actually making a decent buck. Jacoby Brissett's kind of interesting. And if you're Cleveland, I don't know why you would want to not bring him back, but. He, is he-
1: yeah. I, and, and he, again, he's going to want to be able to say, look what I did as the starter for the browns and, you know he's gonna want a shot probably
0: yeah I, I agree with that wholeheartedly and his numbers weren't exactly terrible it, it gets you right in the same kind of ballpark he's also a guy that could uh, move on his feet i think he's a little bit better of a passer or reads the field a little better than mitch did so i think he'd be but i think he'd be an upgrade and it's tough to say because i thought <laughs> yeah. he was going to be complete crap With the Cleveland Browns, I I really didn't give him a chance at all, and he kept them afloat. Now you you flip that, yeah, you
1: flip that. When you go back and look at the at the two starting quarterbacks that the Browns had, Jacoby Brissett was much better than the other guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm trying to,
1: and that may not pan out next year. I'm, you know, look, yeah, I'm I'm picking my my spot there, but we don't know. Watson was not good.
0: Yeah, we don't we don't know, and when you look at uh brissette's numbers i mean four and seven yeah 369 there's that number again brian 369 nice. attempts uh 64 complete completion percentage 2600 plus yards 12 touchdowns to six interceptions uh how many seconds go to, did he go take? Go to deshaun
1: for the for the second half of the season yeah
0: yeah i'm gonna i'll bring up Deshaun. sean it takes a second because i got everything uh zoomed in and i came and find the the search uh feature here so let's see deshaun's number Let's see, with Cleveland, 170 attempts, sub-60%, 58.2, 1,102 passing, seven touchdowns the five picks, and he took 20 sacks in fewer games, right? That's six starts. Jacoby had to have all the rest of them, I think. Uh, yeah. Let's see, 11 of them, yeah. So Jacoby uh, maybe didn't have all the yardage and wasn't maybe – wasn't relied on. Maybe they leaned on the running game a little more, which is probably what which that they team should have been doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which they should. Um, I don't. Th- I think Geno Smith's found his place with Seattle. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Flacco, we said should retire. Case Keenum, uh, I, and it's not a guy I'm looking for. Maybe the Bills keep him around cheap. No, too. please
1: just skip that one. Uh, I don't even say it. I don't want to say Andy it out Dalton. loud. just go. No. Stop. When you know nah, somebody
0: nah. from your th- he used to play in the division, Brian. It's somebody that you know. I'm not I don't want
1: a guy who throws feet. the ball away on fourth down with the game on the
0: line. <laughs> lead feet. Lead feet. He's he's not moving anywhere. Um uh, well, with him. Some of these other names might be interesting, like a Mike White. I don't know that he's out there available. CJ Beathard, not interested. Kyle Allen, not interested. Taylor Heineke, I don't know where he may end up. Lamar Jackson's on this list. Blaine Gabbard, that's a no. Chad Henney, if he doesn't retire in six around, or Chase Daniel, no, no. Nick Mullins, no. I'm not interested. Drew Locke. That's nah. Uh, that. That's like a QB three. That's like a, like a Zach Mettenberger or Paxton Lynch. Like, you, yeah. okay. This guy, he was a former first round pick with some pedigree.
1: See if we can re- salvage him. Oh, we can't. Okay. No. Bye. <laughs> Brandon Allen,
0: Josh Johnson. I mean, then you get down to like the Tim Boyles, Nate Peterman's Joshua Dobbs.
1: Oh, please. No.
0: Nate Sudfield, Nate Jeff Driscoll. How the Cooper hell rushed. is
1: Nate Peterman still playing anyway?
0: Oh, i tell you it's that it's that nfl thing man wow, just
1: man that's that there there speaks to the absolute dearth of quarterback talent in the nfl nate peterman still has a damn job
0: <laughs> i yeah and we'll see if he still does Derek carr you know he's trying to get it out of dodge with the raiders josh jacobs was pretty tight-lipped today when asked about all of this other situation and stuff too so uh car going to the saints that might free that's probably going to free up dalton Jameis winston might end up released or something i don't I, know what his I contract like. Jameis winston as a backup yeah and i would right I, I think that is a former first round pick uh probably not going to command a whole lot of you know i gotta I, I gotta see this man i gotta see what kind of contract do we have for Jameis winston uh give me one second brian as i pull up the, uh, the old, um, I need a name I, for I've this
1: giving you like 10 of these. Now you you only asked for one. i have given you at least 10.
0: What's that? Oh, guys. Seconds. Oh, seconds. 10 seconds. No. Um, <laughs> he's still under contract. Wow. You're not going to want to see this one. I don't think there's any way like the saints. What, what are the saints doing with their cap ever? Like this team, they've been in cap hell. Look at this. Look at this figure. Twenty-nine-year-old Jameis Winston has a cap number of fifteen point six with eleven point two of dead money. Yeah, they only saved four point four. I thought it would have been flipped. Like that. I'm like, yeah, you know what? They could eat four point four and let this well, guy they, go they, and save eleven. Oh, they
1: are gonna void those void years.
0: Yeah, those well, uh, the void years. Um, I don't know much of this was from a guarantee or any kind of a structure, but geez, he's uh he's got void hits of eight point four. 5.6 and 2.8. He's got an extra three years beyond the 2023 season. Like I understand that they were just wrecked on the cap. This guy didn't even how many games did he play in last year? Not enough. <laughs> um he, he was effectively benched for wow. Like I, I didn't realize that his um his numbers were just that bad uh three starts three games that he appeared in last year 63 and percent completion percentage 858 yards four touchdowns to five interceptions yeah the guy's a th- an interception machine but again we're talking about former first round pick that has uh, man this is going to lead us back to marcus mariotto who i thought was worse off than a trubisky not to say that he's necessarily available either but holy cow uh a two-year 28 million dollar contract 21 million guaranteed 15.2 fully guaranteed at signing with a 14 million signing bonus and if he's on the roster to third day of 2023 league year 5, 5.8 million fully guaranteed that base salary is 12.8 so i guess that other 5.8 might be spread out over those void years i'd have to i don't have oh, the legal legalese in front of me but wow
1: if they don't oh, get out of bad. that, well, I don't know. Maybe they just feel like they can't get out of it at this point. I don't Jeez. know. That's the mess of a contract. So, yeah. Um, I mean, again, when I say I would take Jameis Winston, I'm talking cheap. Yeah. Like yeah. I, but 4.4
0: part of it. Inspiring
1: not the... me. I, you know, I said, you don't want a rookie backup. None of these guys are inspiring me not to draft a quarterback in the fourth or fifth round <laughs> and say, that's my backup. Oh my God!
0: Yeah, that's pretty Gosh. bad. It's a deep yeah, quarterback bring class. Bring Josh but Dobbs
1: back. Just, just bring Josh Dobbs back, and we can be content.
0: Uh, you know what? You know what? And I, I I, I, I'm mildly serious about this. Is QB two or even QB three? Put him on the bench. Put him on the roster. Yeah. He's he's he, they were pretty much grooming him that IR year as like a, a like a coach player. So may yeah. as well. Speaking of, um, well, you had another you had another thought on that. With I was
1: going to say, you know, this, what this, not on Dobbs per se, but look, when you look at the availability, you look at what is going to be out there. You look at, at, at the potential free agent, backup quarterback type candidates. Um, yeah. Maybe you do pay Mitch or, or not Mitch. Maybe you pay, you try and restrict your Mitch down to six, or you try and pay Mason six and keep one of them. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you got it. You can't do it at the at the number that they're at. And Mason may be harder to keep because if he if he comes in, he knows he's got zero chance at this point to to look at a starting role. And if he's ever going to have one, he has to go find it someplace else because he's not going to have it with this team. Um, so I do think that bridge is burnt. But you know what? With what else is out there, uh, I, I can't I still can't stomach paying mitch eight million or you know sucking up that eight million dollars of of cap space for him at what is it ten and a half million actually the the salary number is um or 12 yeah
0: 10.10.2 and i don't know yeah. what and said that probably doesn't include any incentives if he actually does play and throws for x amount of whatever let's say pickets out for six to eight games and you're paying even hey, more and I, i'm I just telling you i don't know if it's worth it
1: yeah you're looking at it at and whether it's worth it or not, it may be the best or the less evil of all the evils that exist. Uh, I, I mean, where else do you go, man? I, I can't, you know. No, even if no. They trade and you know what? It and they get kid. Derek Carr. I can't do Andy Dalton. I just can't. Oh, no,
0: there's no Derek. Derek Carr is going to fetch a. a, a he's no, going to. No, I said even surprised. if they trade him to oh, the Saints.
1: Yeah. I can't, and, and Andy is 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 scrapped because of it. I just, I can't, I can't bring, you know, whatever, howdy doody to town. I just can't do it.
0: (laughs) Hey, this is going to surprise the hell out of you too. I was bringing this up uh, and it was like the total, uh, uh, it's cap number again, so take this tongue in cheek. But you know, you go down this list. Obviously, Deshaun at fifty five million. <laughs> oh, that's such a great joke. Uh, Derek Carr, like he's almost a thirty five million dollar guy. Carson Wentz, that's not that's a guy that I have no interest in. Jameis Winston is right behind Stafford and Murray, and somehow Marcus Mariota got a pretty decent contract out of that. Burrow is making a little bit more money, and there's Mitch Trubisky right in there. But as you continue to go down and down and down there's like tarod Taylor uh Colt McCoy uh let's see who else is a backup or perennial backups Nick Foles, Trevor Simeon Brian Hoyer Brian Hoyer's got to be up there in age too but those are... Brian Hoyer
1: must be as old as I
0: am these guys um but th- those are the type of names there might be guys that are are, are casualties. Uh, as part of business that aren't necessarily scheduled free agents so uh, so to speak so yeah how old is uh brian hoyer and we talk about guys who've made some money over the years and brian hoyer uh he's gonna be 38 man so he's up there he's he's up against it uh he's made 35 and a half million dollars over the course of his career that's uh, i guarantee you
1: his his pay rate is per game started and per pass attempted is less than what's its basis. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He definitely, he, because he actually started in some cases. Yeah. So the last thing Brian, uh, to, to bring up, and this is only because it was in the comments. We had the four quarterbacks. We talked about, um, he who shall not be named Cordell we, Stewart. Bumpy we never Brister. talked about Tommy gun. You're we, right. Never talked about somebody said Tommy gun. Well, it wasn't in the question to ask and answered. So someone said, where would you put Tommy Maddox in the, in this, <sighs> conversation and it's really tough because i was once pulling again stats. i need to see i i, I, I am
1: can't,
0: i am pulling I can't
1: this. do it off of i know i know talking.
0: i know and um and, and i did i i pulled this originally uh when i was looking and debating on some of this so you have his pittsburgh career five years he had 32 starts 15 16 and one as a starter 1036 attempts so yeah primarily a running football team uh sub 60 percent completion percentage 7100 uh, 39 yards, 42 touchdowns, the 40 interceptions. So when you're doing that, he's right in the same ballpark with the other guys. He really is.
1: I but, can't put him above the, the one that I don't mention. Um, and I don't think I can put him above slash. I just don't think I can.
0: I don't think, can you put him above anybody though? Like what kind of, um, I could put him above Bubby. You put him um, above Bubby. Yeah. Is it because I he could, he had, uh, he only had the O two 2 year where he played in he has uh what two playoff games he has a win and a loss in the playoffs i said i
1: could i could yeah. also argue bubby should be above him um mm-hmm. i could like that's that's my cutoff though is the bubby level is the cutoff i can't i can't so, put uh you know i can't put tommy gun any higher than that
0: so would maddox would maddox be above mark malone though because what was now, the order of the four? mark alone We're, mark Malone's we put good. Cordell as the top one, right? Of the guys that yes. aren't Terry and, and and Ben. So it was it was Cordell and then we and were he, we were we put he, Bubby above not. we put oh, we put he was Shonat and then Bubby and then Mark yeah, Malone. And then,
1: and then Mark Malone. So and then he's Maddox. above Mark Malone. Everybody's okay. above Mark alone. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> Where would you put Terry Hanratty? Terry Hanright is above Mark Malone. Come on, give me everybody. We just named Mike Vick, Landry Jones. They're all above. No, okay, it. no, Mike, Mike Vick is not above Tom
1: uh, Mark Malone. That's unfair.
0: That really, that that really is uh, Mike
1: Vick in his early years, clearly, but not Pittsburgh Mike Vick.
0: Pittsburgh Mike Vick was just uh, uh, not the way we would have wanted it, and. It's funny because that they was... actually sold. They had his jersey. They had it pressed, primed, and they, that was available for sale. That was, right I'm just telling you, that was fanboy draft.
1: That was fanboy, assi- that was a fanboy signing. That was everybody on the team going, ooh, 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 we love Michael Vick. Let's bring him in. And he was just, you know.
0: He was available. That's because Bruce got yeah, hurt. got problems. got it problems. Yeah. Got hurt. Tom, Tom, um, Mike Tomzak. You put Tomzak above Malone? I, I think I could could probably make a case for tom zach
1: i could think about it i don't know i'd have to think about it
0: yeah um You probably wouldn't put Kent graham no good lord no (laughs) he's like (laughs) don't name that guy at all hey speaking of it's the same thing pedestrian type numbers when we talk about um let's bring up tom zach real quick just because i got it here seven years in the berg and tom zach 15 and 12 as a starter 973 attempts sixty-six forty-nine 49 passing yards 56.1 completion percentage. it's not very good because he had 37 touchdowns to 43 picks yikes so he's clearly distant beyond uh those guys he had 27 starts so he ups and downs and maybe jim miller jim miller didn't get very much play uh, at no. all but he was in there he was in that time period as well where they were trying to do some different things we're up against it Brian thanks man, man. can we thanks not relive us?
1: this anymore
0: <laughs> well we did but, this you know
1: I could I could see us revisiting this this horrible horrible period of quarterback time in Pittsburgh history if we were in it again but we're not so let's not talk about it are,
0: are you are you are you certain are you s- for certain that hell no i need at least
1: another five years to be certain of that
0: i know well five years that's another contract so that means in the way these things are going if
1: he's done well enough to earn another contract then i feel comfortable
0: i know that's pretty tough man um man i was really i was really trying to get your goat here and i couldn't find i can't can't even find an image uh because it kind of predates the internet and stuff of mike tomzak in a Steelers uniform so <laughs> i was trying man and he played he was all over the afc north too right he was with the browns at one point i know for sure so yeah oh maybe maybe hold on hold on no it's not the guy that we wanted unfortunately Oh, put him in a
1: buckeye uniform well, yeah what the
0: hell there you go there's brister though <laughs> Bubby. just uh i did find a Bubby number six the buster so, yeah yeah six and 16 some famous numbers for that so folks that'll do it for us brian have some good time. Enjoy your country music, my friend.
1: I Let me just tell you, I've now been to the Country Music Hall of Fame, not on purpose, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and one is infinitely superior to the other because uh, uh, not to make them mad at me here and and, you know, whatever. It was that Country Music Hall of Fame is crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastico. All right, my friend. That'll do it for us. Don't forget to like, so- uh, like, comment, and subscribe to the Steel City Underground podcast, and share it too. Let let some of your friends and stuff. Uh, we appreciate the comments when you say, "Hey, you guys are awesome." Go tell a friend. Let's let's get this thing blown up. You know, we we we're going to roast some of the trolls anyways, but there's been some really good commentary. So keep those comments a coming and uh, we'll catch you again next, t- next week sometime, obviously a little slow news period. We'll see how the Super Bowl plays out, has some commentary about that. Uh, probably talk about the commercials. That's what I'm most interested in at this point. And they released those early. So it's like, you can actually get up and take a pee break and you got a DVR, you can go back and watch it now. It's not as much, uh, of whatever, And then what? Rihanna is yeah, the halftime of, you're show. Are you are talking about? Old tech and
1: DVR? That's old tech, man. What you well, about?
0: it's kind of like you st- people still <laughs> so, rewind. say c Z- TV. You can pause
1: live TV. You know that, right? Just freaking pause it and then fast forward and rewind. DVR.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to I'm going to roast you on this one, my friend, talking about old technology and whatnot. Uh, let's see if I could actually pull this up. And like, I want to tell you that YouTube TV actually, um, here we go. I've, I've, I've got this, I've got I got to pull it up in the appropriate, whatever. Here we go. They actually say, and this is, this is not being like sold by us or anything like that. Unlimited DVR space it's not I an actual know. dvr it's just that's the way it's, it's become a cloud the term. dvr it's a like recorded google something thing yes google it i'm gonna google you
1: get it yeah. out of your google drive
0: <laughs> until next time folks i'll do it for us my name's joe his name's brian we encourage everyone out there to be safe be good maybe get a tryout job for a pittsburgh steelers backup quarterback in camp and we'll catch you later